Miles Bryant with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Miles, what's up, man? How are you? How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, we're doing great. How about you? How's your offseason been? You excited for the upcoming year? Oh, yeah, it's been pretty good. I got a chance to travel overseas, go to Cambodia. All right. Yeah, we built a basketball court out there, so that was pretty fun. And then just working out. Tell us about Cambodia. How did you get hooked into that, and what was that trip like? Oh, yeah, it was just an opportunity from the athletic department to travel abroad. So we went to Cambodia, and we stayed in, in a little village called Kampong Tong, and, which is about two hours from the city, Siem Reap. And so we stayed there, and then we worked with the village uh, building the basketball court, and we slept at the school. We ate good food. We got to play <laughs> with the kids, and it was, it was a bunch of fun. So, Miles, I look at your depth chart of returning guys, and I've got it written down on my phone, and there's only two guys whose names are in bold, and you're one of them. Man, you're losing a lot on defense as far as starters goes. Now, it's a little misleading because you had a couple linebackers. One played early, got hurt. One came back later. So you have more than just two. But nevertheless, you lose a lot of guys. And defensively, man, Washington has been known for putting slew of guys into the, off the defense in the NFL, particularly in your positions in the backfield. How are you going to replace all this talent? I think for the most part, a lot of the guys that we have coming back this year, they actually played a lot. So I feel like that, that whole depth chart thing is kind of misleading mm-hmm. because we have a bunch of D linemen who rotated, a bunch of D defensive backs who rotated, and a bunch of linebackers who rotated. But in terms of just trying to keep this thing rolling, I feel like we got a bunch of guys who understand understand the, the position that we're in and they understand the next step that we're going to have to take to reach to reach the level that we've been in the past few years. Obviously, a lot of preseason expectations for Washington. And one of the things, one of the questions that continually comes up is you lose your running back and you lose your quarterback. Help us understand who's going to be replacing those guys and what we should expect from them. In terms of the running back uh, backfield, we have Savan Ahmed, Sean McGrew, Kamari Pleasant. Those are those are three guys who are all they're all, all down backs. I feel like you could throw them a swing pass outside. You could even line line them up in the slot if you needed to, and they'll run a route, get open, and then of course they can run the ball. So I feel like I feel like in terms of a backfield, those are those are three strong horses. Is that is that an open competition or is one leading the race at this point? I think it's an open competition. Um, our our running back coach, Coach Bonifa, he. He kind of he kind of rotates those guys in there, so I think you're going to see all three of those guys. And then in terms of the quarterback competition, a lot of people are talking about Jake Hayner and Jacob Eason. I think both of those guys are gunslingers. Uh, both of those guys can throw the ball downfield, medium routes, short routes. They can even throw it uh, out, running outside of the pocket. So I think they're going to give a, a Husky fans a lot to be excited about this year. Open competition there too. Of course, yep. Uh, you faced the uh, the Utes a couple times last year, right? And uh, this year you're both uh, picked possibly to go to that uh, championship g- uh, game again. Talk about that Utah team, and they bring a lot of players back and what you expect uh, in the game, the matchup this year. Oh, yeah, I love Utah. I feel like Utah is kind of a spitting image of our team. They're a team that's tough. They, they take special teams pretty serious, which is an aspect of the game that you have to take serious in order to be successful. Um, but those guys, they, those guys, they line up in whatever it is, and they're just going to run it. They're going to try to hit you in your mouth and just pound, pound the ball down your throat. So I feel like that, that, that's a team I love competing against. I got the utmost respect for those guys. Yeah, it seemed like you have their number, though. For whatever reason, you guys make a play at the end and find a way to win that game. I mean, it's crazy, and you got them at your place, which per- – 
expects to be a big game. I mean, I'm sure you're expecting to win, but what is it? Have you been able to have success against these guys repeatedly? I think it's just the the kind of the mindset that we have into the game, just going in there, understanding whatever happens, you got to keep it rolling, whether it be a good play or a bad play. Just just recover from it and just go to the next play and then just just try to try to put our team in the best position to win. Now, was it you at the end of the game? I can't remember. Who was the one that had the pass interference against the Utah receiver, but it wasn't called? In the in the title game, you remember that? I don't remember. No, you <laughs> <laughs> <The Utes> do. <laughs> and Woodingham was storming the sideline when the game was over like a bull. Man, he was pretty steamed. <laughs> do you remember that one? I do remember that. Yeah, he... but I can't remember who the DB was. I can't remember yeah, either. Who, who's the kid went to the Cardinals? Murphy. Uh, Byron Murphy. Yeah, yep. maybe, maybe it was him. <laughs> Washington defensive back Miles Bryant with us here on the Zone Sports Network. You know, we're looking at the preseason predictions, and obviously Oregon picked to finish first in the North Division. Do, do you pay attention to that? Do you look at Oregon, put the target on them? Do you, uh, do you take exception to it, or is it just a, a non-issue? Uh, I feel like the mindset we have as a team is really a non-issue. Every team that we play, we kind of put a target on just for that next game. Just understanding that that in order to reach where we have to go, that team is in our way. So I feel like the next team is always the most important team to us. Uh, we've uh, we've been covering Chris Peterson or, or following his career for a long time. Boise State uh, played against the in-state schools for a long time before mm-hmm. he, he came to you guys, and his, his resume is, is unbelievable. What do you think, what makes him so successful as a coach? Why is he great to play for? Why are you guys so good? I think just the mindset that he he instills in us, just the mindset that it it's more to football because after football there really is more to life. So I feel like just just those little things. He he always talks about how we do small things is how we do all things. So I feel like that kind of transitions over to the football and not only football but school and life. So I feel like just the the fact that we knock down those three aspects is pretty important and that kind of drives us to our success. One of the things that was amazing last year is I believe defensively you allowed one play over 40 yards. I think that's it, just one. Uh, I mean, that's an incredible high standard. But what is it about a Peterson's defense that has been able pretty much the last few years to keep everything in front of it? Just understanding leverage, just understanding that if you're inside, if you're an inside player, you have outside help. So just understanding where your guys are at. And we, we kind of we harp that in practice, just don't overplay your leverage. Don't overplay. Don't overplay a running back running outside, and then he cuts back across your face because then it messes up the whole defense. Mm-hmm. So just keeping the ball, just keeping the ball contained and leverage is pretty important to us. And I, I think that's that allows us to keep other offenses from having big plays. Miles, we saw kind of a <clears throat> new implementation of the transfer portal, and I haven't asked a player about this yet, but. Talk to me a little bit about the transfer portal. Teammates that have left or teammates that have come, uh, is it something that you've ever looked at? Is it something that the players talk about in locker rooms? Honestly, I don't know too much about the transfer portal. Um, I didn't know that it's quite a trend right now. Uh, I thought earlier earlier in the my college career, guys are transferring regardless, so I don't know too much about the transfer portal, but... Um, yeah, that, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, so not a lot of information. Yep. Well, Miles, we uh, can't thank you enough for sitting down with us, giving us a few minutes. Good luck with the upcoming season, man. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you very thanks, much. Miles. Thank you.